Hello and welcome to Babe Cave. I am Amanda Pollock and this is the Bloom episode. So I have spoken before about mottos and last year my motto was be the one, be the one that you want, be the one that you need. And this year my motto was bloom. Now this has kind of been the case for each and every motto that I have for whatever given year, that about maybe halfway through the year, next year's motto will start coming to me through conversations, feelings that I have, and last year was no different. I could feel myself, I remember specifically, around September, October of last year, 2016, where I felt very restless and I started getting all of these different kind of signals from different people. Uh, one of home. There was this resounding thing of I'm going to find home or I'm going to be at home, something along those lines. And I couldn't really figure out what that was. And I was also getting this message through, again, conversations, feelings that I had, things that I was going through where something was going to happen and I was going to be forced to push myself uh, more than I ever thought possible. And then it happened, and I've spoken about this before, but how I was laid off the day after my birthday last year. And very quickly I had to figure out what I was going to do, where I was going to go. And by that point I had already picked my word, my motto, and it was bloom. And so I had this whole thing and there was a a period of time after I had gotten laid off and I wasn't exactly sure what I should do or where I should go. And it really came quietly, but also thunderously that Nashville was the next place for me, that Birmingham had served its place for the almost the year and a half that I was there, but that Nashville was the place where I would bloom. And I will never forget going to my last class at my gym. I took a a body flow class every Thursday night, and I had a group of amazing people who we all started, we all got really close. And my teacher, uh, we had all, we had, we're going to sushi. That was like our thing that we did. And so, um, my teacher was so awesome, and somebody was asking me at dinner, my last dinner with them, what I was going to do in Nashville. And my teacher, not knowing what my motto was or anything, she answered for me, and she goes, she's going to bloom where she's planted. And then I had to tell her it was my motto. It was the thing I, I really felt, and so for me, that was a sign that that was exactly what I had to do. I will tell you that it was a little hard to kind of think about in the beginning, even though Nashville was a place I knew I wanted to be. And there was a calling that I felt I had here for a number of years. And I didn't necessarily tell anyone that, but about, it'd be five years this January was when I left Los Angeles. And I will never forget the feeling that I had when I left that place, because when I was leaving I had a community. 
that was my forever place. That was a place that I never thought I was going to leave. I thought that everything that I was going to do in my life was going to happen there. And when I transferred schools, I really felt that I was leaving so many things behind. I was leaving a, a community behind, a group of friends and people who had become family. You know, I had worked really hard professionally to grow my network and to meet different people. I had an amazing church community who I was really sad that I was leaving. And I didn't know if I would ever find that again. I remember when I first got to Los Angeles when I was 19, and it was like, that was my place. That was the place I was supposed to be, that nothing else felt right. And when I moved back and when I was 21, it was the same thing. And there was no question in my mind that that was where I was supposed to be. And then I had to leave. And I honestly didn't think I'd ever find that feeling, that place, that sense of belonging again. And so I think for a long time, I had kind of pushed those feelings away. So the entire time I lived in Oakland, it was awesome to be back home, but I was afraid that I was never going to find the thing that I wanted. And so maybe I didn't search so hard or I was trying in all of the wrong places. You know, I think when doors open for you, they open without you having to do anything. When I moved to Birmingham, it is an incredible point in my life, my time in Birmingham. And the work that I was able to do and the people who I was able to meet and the opportunities that I was given that I would just have never had any kind of other opportunity like that in my entire life. It was incredible, but it never felt like my resting place. It never felt like the place where things were, everything was going to happen for me. And so it is going to be a year on December 13th that I moved to Nashville and thinking now that it's, I remember, you know, five years ago at this time, I was getting ready to pack up my things to leave Los Angeles. How sad I was in a lot of ways. Like I was excited for a new chapter and to go to an incredible college and to see where that would take me. But I was so sad because I remember I was just looking at all of my friends, all of these last times that we would have together, and I knew that it would never be the same. I knew I would never sit with all of those people in a room again, or we would never be at that certain point in our lives, and I was so terrified that I would never find it again. And I will be honest, (laughs) until I came to Nashville, I didn't know that it would be here either. I knew that I loved this place. I knew that I loved this city, but I didn't know if I would find the community that I did. And now coming up on my one year of being here, I have found all of the things that I thought I lost. You know, I found a community because I looked and searched for a community and I tried to be part of a community. I am doing work that I love. I found you. I found Babe Cave. I created this thing that I'm wildly passionate about and I believe that this is the only the absolute beginning of all of this. I cannot wait to see what happens. And I'm excited for the future and I know that this is my place. This is 
where I can rest for a long time. And, you know, it's, um, it's been an interesting year too, you know, with this whole idea of bloom. And I think that it has also been such a great reminder that in order to bloom too, you have to cut things back. And, you know, sometimes you have to cut back to move forward and realizing that not everyone is going to move forward with you. Not everyone is meant to go with you to the next stage. I think that has been one of the biggest lessons this year. So it could, it's relationships, friendships, you know, all of those things that sometimes you have to be really diligent in what you need and not worrying about what other people need not keeping up with the status quo, not believing that you have to keep everybody in your life because they've been there with you thus far. You know, if you want to be the best version of yourself, you have to realize sometimes that you have to trim some things down. I mean, you can't get to where you're going if you're carrying all of this baggage of other people or things or, you know, responsibilities that maybe you never really wanted You have to be diligent in fighting for yourself and knowing that you are an incredible person who the world needs to see you shine and all of those things. And so sometimes you got to say bye-bye. Sometimes you have to say bye-bye to those things, those people, those responsibilities, those burdens that are not helping you get to where you need to go. I, uh follow this uh, account on Instagram, the Devo Co. And uh, there was a quote that came up the other day and it felt so fitting. And so I wanted to share it with you. And it said, one day you will look back and see that all along you were blooming. You're blooming and you don't even know it. There are things that are happening in your everyday life that you're not realizing are the things that are going to make you shine, the things that are propelling you into the next chapter, the next book, whatever it is that you're seeking or wanting to do, you're already doing it. And when I saw that too, I had to think about myself. And while this was the year that I set to bloom, I've been doing that all along. You know, every motto that I have In a lot of ways, I've already been doing it, and you just don't realize it. And I will take this motto into next year, even though I have a a motto for next year. But I will take that and continue it because I think that in order to bloom, you have to always be growing, and I want to grow this. You know, I want to continue to grow and expand Babe Cave. You know, the whole point about Babe Cave is to inspire and collaborate with a group of dope women. So that's what I'm going to be working on. I want to grow collaborations. I want us to be a catalyst for change, you know, and I, I want to create more resources for the people of the cave for the babes, for the humans, for whoever believes 
in the cave, I want to create resources for you. I want to create better collaborations. I want to create better opportunities for us to connect. And I think that from there, we will grow in ways that we never even knew were possible, that we will create an army of babes who are ready and willing to inspire the world. You know, you sometimes sit by yourselves and you think you're only one person, you're only one blogger or comedian, actor, you know, stay-at-home mom, whoever you are. You think that you're only one person, but the truth is, is that you are all of us. We are all part of one another. You know, and if we're not working together, then what are we doing? Because it's one thing to sit there and say that we're champions of women and, you know, like each other's Facebook posts and whatnot, but what are we really doing? How in our daily lives are we showing up for one another? And show up is my word for next year. Because it is one thing to say that this is a collaborative and inspiring community and blah, 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 blah. But it's another thing to do it. So that is something that I am working on. How can we show up for one another? How can we show up for people who don't even know that they need someone to show up for them? There are all kinds of ways that we can change our lives, the lives of others. And we should absolutely be championing one another. But there is also a time when lip service needs to end. And the only way that we can bloom is to cut back the things that we don't need and to push forward and focus on the things that we do need and also help other people grow. Because if other people aren't growing around us, we're never going to be able to grow. You know, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, tell me what books you're reading and the people who you're hanging out with and I could tell you who you're going to be in 10 years. So who are we going to be in 10 years? Who are the people that we want to be? Who are the people that we want to inspire? I want us to bloom together. And so while this is the last episode of 2017, I want you to spend time and think about how you want to bloom how you want us to bloom, how you want us to collaborate with one another and help inspire other women, people who identify as women, what stories you want to hear. This can't happen without you. And so I hope that you will continue on this journey with me because you are needed. You are absolutely needed. And I hope that during this new year and this season of, of change that you will embrace where you've come, where you're going. And uh, I hope that I get to go there with you. So thank you for starting this journey with me. You know, it's, it's been absolutely incredible and I couldn't do it without you. So I hope that you will Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Babe Cave Studios. Let me know what you want to hear, what you want to do. Who are the people who inspire you? What stories you want to hear? And 
I can't wait to be with you next year.